It's time for the December 27th, 2013 edition of Weekly Signal's Weekly Review, an interpretive guide to current events broadcasting from the campus of the University of California at Irvine at an undisclosed location in the backyard of KUCI 88.9 FM. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. Yeah, little Mahler. And little Mahler. Little Mahler, little, little Mahler. Mahler. He had a lot of fruitcake. He loves oh fruitcake. Oh, my. I... Really? Yeah. Well, it's homemade like, fruitcake. You ever have homemade fruitcake? I have not. I've always well, had that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mahler. You, yeah, he likes it. Yeah. What, what do that you think like, about that fruitcake, Mahler? Mahler, come on now. That's right. It's good. Good well, for the tummy. Like, it yeah. is. It's like eating cement, isn't it? That stuff well, usually. You, yeah. It's, it, it's. Yeah. If you have homemade fruitcake, it's different than the stuff you buy that you give That's, to your friends. That in some states is considered a weapon. Uh, it's so freaking heavy. That stuff. I the stuff I would the store bought stuff. Yeah. Yeah. See. Yeah. yeah. Mahler's, Mahler's talking all to right, you. All right. All right. Okay. Well, all right. other things to okay, say. Okay. So you had you better. Have a bad you had better concept of fruitcake. You had a better fruitcake than I've. You've okay. Lived your I life get it. I get it. On the other side of of fruitcake heaven. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But he had some and he he enjoyed it. That's what you're telling me. Everyone enjoys fruitcake. All right. The right kind. The right kind. You've been going to the wrong fruitcake source. Well, yeah. Uh, store bought. A huge car bomb rocked Central Bay Route. Today, killing five people, including an influential member of a coalition opposed to the Syrian regime, and leaving cars ablaze and buildings wrecked. Wrecked. Okay. That's, that's the official this word. This is in Iraq, what we're talking about. Beirut. Oh, Lebanon. Beirut. I'm sorry. Mohammed Shatah died as he headed to a meeting of the March 14th coalition at the mansion of ex-Prime Minister Saad Hariri mm. in, the city of, uh, in the city center there in Beirut. Dozens were injured. A week of bombing by the Assad regime in northern Syria has reportedly left over 300 people dead. Mm-hmm. You know, this the, there's going to be war in Lebanon, they're saying, because of uh, Mohammed Shatta's death. And because and, of Syria. Yeah, and Syria's government. Their helicopters have been hitting the town of Aleppo with highly destructive barrel bombs, oil drums filled with explosive, and sometimes with nails and scrap metal. Yeah, we talked about that bombing technique. Barrel bombs. Barrel bombs, and then, then they also have the delayed explosion bombs in there, too. Yeah. Um, no, just I, the reason I say it, Beirut or Lebanon is, uh, by the way, Beirut, one of the greatest baseball players of all time. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, the uh, the... Spillover effect from Syria into Lebanon is going to create a, some massive outbreak, yeah. outbreak of violence. Yeah. 87 children have died there, too, just yeah. for, for what it's worth. Not good. Yeah. You, you, you drop a uh, barrel of oil with explosives in it on mm. people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not exactly pinpoint bombing. No, it's designed to terrorize the citizens is yeah. what it's really designed to do. New evidence is emerging of alleged ethnic killings committed during more than a week of fighting in South Sudan. The violence follows a power struggle between President Salva Kiir, a Dinka, and his newer, that is N-U-E-R, newer ex-deputy Rik Machar. A report in the capital of Juba quoted witnesses as saying more than 200 people, mostly ethnic newers, have been shot by security forces. The U.N. says it has discovered a mass grave in Bentiu, in the oil-rich Unity State, containing about 75 bodies. Uh. UN warning, uh, warned that the ongoing violence in South Sudan has claimed thousands of lives in just over a week. Hundreds of thousands have been forced to flee. And just this Wednesday, the UN Security Council approved a measure to nearly double the number of peacekeepers to around 15,000 there. Uh, by the way, uh, Nathan, in that re- re- 
that report, you mentioned two key concepts, yeah. lots of dead bodies that yeah. we're finally we're hearing about in Africa, and oil. oil. You mentioned the oil-rich oil. region. Oil. That's why we're now- That's why they're just dropping bombs. And that's why in, we're in hearing about That's world. why we're Filled hearing about this yeah. violence now is because the United States now has a central command. We, we need to bring this up every once in a while, a military central command in Africa. And it appears to be preparing to mount some kind of a military presence in a good part of that continent now. Yep. And we'll be told about the, the new Hitler and we'll go to war. Who's the new Hitler? We'll find out. Stay tuned. Yeah. Well, I think we should have some sort of contest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this guy could be the new Hitler yeah. that you just mentioned. Email your answer to info at NathanCallahan.com. Who is the new Hitler in the subject line? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The military government in Egypt escalated its crackdown on the Muslim Brotherhood, formerly a brand, formally. I knew, you know, even when I first saw that, I knew I would say formerly instead of formally. Form- they oh, formally. Formally, oh. formally branded the Muslim Brotherhood as a terrorist organization in Egypt. The move was billed as a response to a suicide attack on a police station that killed 14 people earlier this week. The Muslim brother- Brotherhood, however, condemned the bombing. And a Sinai, a Sinai-based militant group claimed responsibility. Well, but see, you got your, you got your uh, excuse to. This is a dub ter- the Muslim Brotherhood, I, I, a terrorist I, organization. What I heard, this is an absolutely disastrous development in G- in Egypt because yeah. this this the Muslim Brotherhood, whether you like them or not, whatever you think about their outlook, they. Their candidate won the presidential election yeah. a couple of years ago. It'd be like outlawing one of the, well, I don't know if it'd be like outlawing the Democratic or Republican Party, but it would be like, what was Ross Perot's party? Well, Whatever that, that was. The Tea Party members were terrorists. Yeah. That's what it would be. Yeah, it would be or, or, or yeah, 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 that one, uh, Ross Perot's party, uh, whatever, with the new party, whatever they were called. This is going to only just make things absolutely crazy. They're already sensing people. It, that were members of the Muslim Brotherhood as terrorists. This no. just happened, and they're already been convicted of being terrorists. These were people who, were, whatever reason, were demonstrating against Mubarak and and forty years of repression for their own reasons. Uh, see the, by the way, see the documentary The Square. This will really uh, help cl- clarify some of the uh, distinctions that we have about these people. <sighs> Mis- misconce- Are you done? Misconceptions. Thank you. Israel is reportedly preparing to announce a new round of settlement construction in the occupied West Bank. Anonymous Israeli, anonymous Israeli officials say they expect to confirm up to 2,000 new homes to coincide with the release of a group of Palestinian prisoners next week. The news comes amidst new violence in the Gaza Strip. Palestinian militants killed an Israeli man working on the border wall with Gaza prompting an Israeli strike that killed a three-year-old Palestinian girl. Mm. Yeah, right there. So people are kind of upset around the world, especially in, in, in that little uh, segment over there, you Africa, know, Mideast yeah. type of... Well, well, and what do those two places have in common? Huh, they have... Uh, they have a... They, they, have have a, they have a Falafels? They have... Maybe. Falafels, I hadn't thought yeah. about that. But they, they, they have Dolmas? a particular... Uh, element that we all need uh-huh. the rest of the uh, uh, industrialized uh, world needs what is that pop tarts that's it thank you really good pop tarts in chile mm-hmm. eight former american army officials not american again in chile <laughs> eight former army officials were convicted of 
convicted of murdering political opponents during the first months of the rule of General Augusto Pinochet. Close to 100 dissidents were killed in an operation known as the Caravan of Death after the 1973 coup that brought Pinochet to power. The ex-officials have been sentenced to terms of up to 15 years. Oh, that's good. All right. Mexico's president has signed an energy bill, a reform bill, allowing foreign companies to drill for oil in Mexico for the first time in 70 years. He made it official last Mm, week. mm -hmm. A recent poll showed that more than two-thirds of Mexicans opposed opening the oil and gas sector to private investment, a move that required amending the Constitution. Yeah, because 120 years ago, when there was a revolution in Mexico uh, over... uh, over the repressive European regimes that have been ruling it, one of the things that they they demanded was nationalizing the oil production in that country. So, of course, yeah, it is part of the Constitution. Wow. Yeah. And now they're going to be dealing with uh, BP uh, and Mobile. They're winning right now, by the way, Nathan, in case you haven't noticed. BP's winning? The, yeah, they're winning. British Petroleum is yeah, winning? Yeah, yeah, they are right now. Well, they're making money. Yeah. Canada's highest court struck down all restrictions on prostitution, saying they threaten the safety of sex workers. Um, okay, that's a good if logic. Yeah, if you're going to if you're going to have legalized prostitution, I think that this makes a lot of sense. It's legal in Canada, but the ruling eliminates bans on brothels and street solicitation. So there's no bans on that, as oh. well as behaviors like hiring a driver or guard, yeah. which is okay too. Yeah. The court unanimously ruled the bans prevent people engaged in a risky but legal activity from taking steps to protect themselves from the risks. Amen. That's good. Lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transsexual advocates gathered in Uganda on Monday to vow opposition to the country's new anti-gay law. You hear about this law? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a yeah. great law. Yeah. Apparently you can be <laughs> life in prison for repeated homosexual acts. Uh, what other kind are there, you know? <laughs> If you're not, if they aren't, yeah. you're not doing it right. Yeah, you know exactly. What I'm saying? Okay, so yeah. <laughs> Life in prison. Life in prison. Yeah. It also makes it a crime not to report a lesbian, gay, bisexual, or transsexual people. If yeah. you know anybody right. like that. Right. You know, the way I look at it, we would all be, you know, everybody at KUCI mm-hmm. would be in jail. <laughs> if they didn't in report. Uganda. If yeah. They didn't report. Um, yeah, this goes... The, everybody in the U.S. may be in jail. By the way... My the, guess is everybody in Uganda yeah. will be in jail pretty soon. Yeah. <laughs> there won't be anybody. Yeah. To, um, by the way, this Ugandan law uh, came about as sort of a reaction to what they saw as parts of the world, including the United States, that were opening up gay rights to people. But a lot of it has to do with American evangelicals going to oh, Uganda, yeah. seeing yeah. this as kind of the last frontier. Oh, yeah. I, I get another documentary, God Loves Uganda, basically said... Well, they, you don't need a got documentary to discover saying, these things, just for what it's worth. You don't need to watch film in order to discover things. But if, you don't need to be informed by going to a theater. But if you want an hour and 20 theater. minute worth of explanation and context uh-huh. to this, it's not a bad idea to watch those kind of things. But, okay, uh, that aside... That's uh, not the, a bad idea, the, the, but the, you can get the same thing by engaging your mind by reading, too. Yes. The Ugandans, uh, the evangelicals, U.S. evangelicals who have put a lot of money into these countries, Central African countries, say that America, they've lost America. This is the final frontier for them to win the hearts and the souls of 
people before they begin embracing what is should be a universal right for everyone. But anyway, that's yeah, that's a uh, that's what's going on. A lot of American money flowing in to, to make well, and 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 creating an anti yeah lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transsexual environment. And by the way, not just that they're there and they're advocating against uh, gay rights, they're actually fostering this atmosphere and promoting the idea of making it a uh, an act by, for which you can be imprisoned for the rest of your life. It's not it's not that they're just saying, "Hey, you know, join our religion." They're advocating for this kind of punishment of gay and lesbian and transgender people. Pope Francis. Mm. Speaking he, of people involved with uh, He did his first Christmas mass and he asked for people not only, you know, he not only called for peace, which is pretty typical, yeah, but he standards. asked uh, for protection of the environment. Yeah. And, he, and he also preached out uh, outreach to atheists, which he must be hearing me, because <laughs> you know I was asking if an atheist can be in the Catholic yeah. Church. I, I like pope, the Pope enough to at least join up. You know, can can you join for like just a Pope, <laughs> just you know, just pope. during the one Pope, the, the and duration, then see yeah. what goes on the next year. You know, I'll look you into it. I'll yeah. look into it for you. But I think you can. Yeah. I think so. Uh, Pretty yeah. Pretty loose. So, he, so he said he talked about greed and uh, and just greed in general about the environment. Yeah. Also, uh, as far as the Pope goes, the lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transsexual magazine, mm. the Advocate, named Pope Francis its Person of the Year. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I think that magazine could have named. A number of priests within the Catholic Church for not any for other reasons. What are you talking about, Mike? Never mind. Is, I, I'm going down I, a I rabbit refer, hole. Yeah, I'm I, heading I, down a rabbit hole yeah. that I, I really. The governor can't, of yeah, Okinawa sorry. said he has approved a deal that would allow the U.S. military to relocate a base on the island, potentially breaking a lengthy deadlock over the issue and bolstering the Pentagon's strategy to rebalance forces in the Pacific. We've been wanting to move a lot of our forces over there. Okinawa, which, you know, there's been all sorts of crap going on in Okinawa. Yeah. Yeah. They don't want the base because American servicemen pretty much rape and pillage the area. How, how many bases? We already have, I think it's 25 or 30, some crazy amount of bases in Okinawa already. That's crazy. It is. You know, uh, Pussy Riot, they're calling for a uh, boycott of the Winter Olympics in Russia. Is that uh, who uh, they, following their release from prison? You is remember that, the, is that who they are or what they do? Sorry, who they are? Okay, that's a, oh, that, the Winter Olympics. Okay, so go ahead there. So Pussy Riot. Nadia Tolakonakova. Yeah. Nadia Tolakonakova. Yeah. Nadia Tolakonakova, and Maria Alyokina have been jailed since last March for protesting Russian leader Vladimir Putin in an Orthodox cathedral. Be they're they're they were going to be released and freed early, but Putin said, uh, you're out. And they called that, yeah. the Pussy Riot members called that a cynical act Yeah, because of the Olympics, you know, because of the timing. And they didn't want to get, the one said, she didn't want to get left out or let out early, left out, let out early. Well, it's not really reflective of their government. It's yeah. only reflective of the opportunism yeah. of Putin. That's exactly. Russia also formally, I did this again, formally dropped charges against the Arctic 30 after granting them amnesty last week. The, the group of 28 activists and two journalists were jailed for two months for trying to stop Russian oil drilling in the Arctic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Peter Wilcox, the captain of the Arctic Sunrise, that's the uh, Greenpeace uh, ship, 
-hmm. said his group refuses to apologize. Mm -hmm. Boop, boop. A federal appeals court here mm. has upheld a ruling barring prisoners held in the U.S.-run Afghan jail from challenging their confinement. They can't say, they can't come at us for for being confined. That's a three-judge panel says prisoners at Bagram Air Base do not have habeas corpus rights because Afghanistan is still a war zone. Uh. We, so, so we say. Yeah. Well, it is, but I mean. And that impacts hundreds of prisoners, right. including men who were captured in other countries and then transported to Afghanistan. Yep. Uh. Alan Turing, a British codebreaker during World War II who was later subjected to chemical castration for homosexual activity. And remember, this is Britain. Mm-hmm. So as we as we uh, hob, as we make fun of Uganda for their archaic rulings, right. it wasn't that long ago where uh, in during World War II, Alan Turing was subjected to chemical castration for his homosexual activity. Mm-hmm. He, he did, uh, however, uh, this week receive a royal pardon nearly sixty years after he committed suicide on account of yeah being his chemical castration, and other things. Turing was best known for developing the Bomba, a code-breaking machine that deciphered messages encoded by German machines. Yeah. And he's also uh, considered by many to have helped change the course of war, save thousands of, thousands of lives, and uh, bring about the computer revolution we're in right now. Yeah. Yeah, the, the the Germans had a, a coding machine called Enigma, which was considered almost yeah. unbreakable, and this guy came up with a way yeah. to break it. And the the, the pardon was something about the mercy of of the royalty or whatever, some yeah. some silly thing like that. No, it was the uh, boneheaded moves of the yeah. of the uh, British Empire that brought this about. And there was a there was a a recent opportunity, more recent opportunity to to do this and the uh the english or the british prime minister refused this wasn't that long ago yeah uh, so ah oh boy oh boy oh boy what a day <laughs> what, what what's he upset about what is he what is now what is is he upset about the british or uh, he wants the, to talk about secret stuff well he's he, also very excited because up at the reagan library in yeah. the simi valley there, yeah, what is it, Mother? Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. They have a, a CIA exhibit looking into all secrecy going on right now. Oh, is that so right? So if you don't have enough secrecy <laughs> going on in your life and intrusion by the government, you can go learn about it at the uh, Be- Reagan be- Library. Before we hop, skip, and jump over to the uh, to the secret stuff, I just want to, yeah. real quick, a couple of international developments I thought were okay. bear some mention. Uh, new, uh, the Israelis have announced a new settlement. 2,000 new homes have been... Uh, I said that. Oh, did you bring the? Oh, yeah. my, I, oh, okay. That was the part I wasn't listening. Uh, Netanyahu, did you mention the net? No, no. I, I didn't think you had. Okay, no. sorry about that. Uh, Netanyahu, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, the Prime Minister of uh, of uh, Israel, Benny Net, Benny Net, uh, was basically pretty upset, pretty pedoed because of documents leaked by Edward Snowden that showed the NSA has been monitoring emails from uh, then um, a Prime Minister. Wouldn't that be secret Ehud stuff? Omar. Oh, it would be. Is that, are you getting confused? Oh, I'm so, yes, no. I th- I, and then, okay. Go this, ahead. No, no. Right. Okay, <laughs> I already blew it. Sorry about that. No, yeah, it's all right. NSA, yes, so he was upset. Yeah. You know, I even had written, okay. Anyway, the other thing is, just real quick, Iraq is really devolving into a very bloody situation. Um, 
yeah, there was there have been a number of bombings already. This has been the most the bloodiest month in the last, since the invasion of the United States in two thousand and three. Yeah, and uh, the sectarian violence the continues. Month. Well, there's always you know there's always some sort of goal to reach for. Yeah, yeah, and and they keep seem to be trying really hard to do that. Um, and then yeah, sorry about that. No, no. Uh, I've, I've grown I used to thinking. it. Ah, I'm sorry. A I'm new report has exposed a secret CIA program in Colombia that has helped kill at least two dozen rebel leaders. The program relies on key help from the National Security Agency and is funded through a multi-billion-dollar black budget. Those black budgets. Yeah, I love those black it budgets. It began under former President George W. Bush, but continues under President Obama. The program has crippled the FARC rebel group by targeting its lead- leaders using bombs equipped with GPS guidance. Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. Where do they get that stuff anyway? Yeah, this is pretty serious stuff. Up until 2010, the CIA controlled the encryption keys that allowed the bombs to read GPS data. Yeah. In one case, in 2008, the United States and Colombia discovered a FARC leader hiding in Ecuador. According to the report, to conduct an airstrike meant a Colombian pilot flying a Colombian plane would hit the camp using a U.S.-made bomb with a CIA-controlled brain. So we got all sorts of cooperation going on there. The attack killed a rebel leader and sparked a major flare-up of tensions between Ecuador and Venezuela. The U.S. role in that attack had not been previously reported. Secret this stuff. Is, this is, yeah, <laughs> this is pretty, stuff. this is pretty, this is a real escalation. Oh, yes, I know, I know. What, what? Secret stuff. He's just excited. Okay. That's a real ex- escalation of this whole idea. We're yeah. now working cooperatively with other governments, lending our technology to them Yeah. in order to conduct raids in sovereign nations, in other yeah. sovereign nations. That's... Pretty serious. It's a brave new world, Mike. Also, newly released intelligence documents reveal that between 2008 and 2011, the U.S. National Security Agency and the U.K. government communications headquarters tapped the lines, the phone lines, of a former Israeli prime minister, the vice president of European Commission, the French petroleum company Total. I thought that was a serial. Yeah, yeah, and a good one, too. Yeah, The German embassy in Rwanda, UNICEF, the United Nations Institute of Disarmament Research, the Taliban's Ministry of Refugee Affairs, and an Estonian Skype security team. They were busy little beavers, weren't they? Yeah, NSA. Also, uh... Did, in- I, did, you, did you know that they also wiretapped uh, the then-Prime Minister of Israel, uh, Erud Omar? Did I, did I mention yeah, that? Uh-huh. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Snowden. Yeah. Snowden released those documents. Yeah, Benjamin and and yeah. not Netanyahu or Benny Benny Net as we call him. Yeah, called the uh, surveillance unacceptable. Yeah, yeah. There's another world leader that isn't very happy with us for doing that. Also, in a lengthy interview published by the Washington Post, Ed Snowden declared mission accomplished. Yeah, about the NSA. Snowden said, as soon as the journalists were able to work, everything that I've been trying to do was validated. Good for him. That's it. That's it. That's it? That's it. All right. That's it for secret stuff. That's that's good stuff. Yeah. It was. It was good stuff. I feel satisfied somehow. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. It's time. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. Right, Right, Mahler. On the web at KUCI.org. What do you want, Mahler? Well, you want he wants he wants a special drones in the news. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. All right. 
Yeah, that's his favorite. Yeah, yeah. A suspected American drone fired two missiles at a home in northwestern tribal region of uh, Pakistan bordering, bordering Afghanistan, killing at least three foreign militants. The latest strike took ju place just before Wednesday in the village of Qatab Kel in north Waziristan. And initial reports gathered from their agents in the field suggested the slain men were Arabs. Also in drones in the news... Yeah, in an attempt to beat back gains in Al-Qaeda-linked insurgents, the United States is moving dozens of Hellfire missiles and surveillance drones into Iraq. The decision comes after Iraqi Prime Minister Nuri Kamal al-Maliki requested help from U.S. President Barack Obama during a meeting in Washington last month. Yeah. Yeah. They really need our help, apparently, yeah. to repress their own people. Yes. Yeah. More than 900 Iraqis have been killed since 2013, so they want our help in yeah. making that last. That's, well, you know. Yeah. We go over there. We start things up. People get upset. Others die. Then we go in and blow more well, people do, up. Now, now, let's not forget, Nathan Callahan, the really yeah. important part of this whole story, which is we got the oil contracts. Oh, yeah. We got them to sign a, the oil rights. So Yeah, but China has is the big they, winner over the big there in Iraq. Team. Yeah, And so is Iran. Yeah. Iran's the big winner in Iraq. They have, they have really uh, uh, extended their sphere of influence in Iraq. Uh, Maliki, when he was not in Iraq, lived in Iran. Uh, he's the prime minister. There's so many reasons to wonder what the heck really, yeah, you know, came of all of this. The Federal Aviation Administration here in the U.S. issued a dozen orders to halt the operation of drones for commercial pursuits, including those performed by aerial photographers, videographers, and journalism schools. Okay. Wow. Hmm. So they they say they have authority over that 400 feet of airspace where a lot of drones fly, and but they're being challenged. By? by by attorneys that say no, you don't. Oh. You don't have control over that airspace. There's one in particular, a um, Brendan Schulman, who is challenging. He's a uh, drone enthusiast, mm. and he's challenging the whole ruling. That's not where you would find people flying in airplanes, he says. So why would the FAA have any ruling over that area? Okay. And also in Drones in the News, Rolls-Royce is predicting the first drone cargo ship will enter service in the next decade. A big giant drone. A big, a big giant ship. Uh, a floating drone. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. No. Nobody on it. Nobody on it. Just kind of floating out there, delivering well, stuff. All right. Well, I mean, they're almost that way now, right? Aren't those big giant cargo ships basically GPS run and whatever? Don't tell anybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It right. kind of dulls the story. Yeah, it does. Sorry yeah. about that. <sighs> Two-thirds of Americans say the current Congress is the worst ever, right here in the United States, just to move it. Only two-thirds. Only two-thirds, That's two -thirds, amazing, yeah. really. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Two-thirds. What do you think? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Do nothing. Do nothing, Congress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Wow, that was yeah. kind of sad. <laughs> Yeah, was, do nothing, Congress. He's, he's depressed about it. Yeah. I could see, I could hear it in his voice. Yeah, the negative attitudes yeah. that Mueller expressed were yeah. expressed uh, toward leading lawmakers on both sides of the aisle. Yeah, with fifty-two percent of Mueller saying the policies of Democrats would move the country in the wrong direction. Yeah, yeah, compared to fifty-four percent for Republican policies. <laughs> So that's pretty close, it 52 is, to 54%. Yeah, a pox yeah. on both their houses. Yeah. Um, well, 
54 percent of respondents said the same thing about the policies of Barack Obama. Well, Barack's in a he's in a slump. Yeah. You know. Well, they would say that about anybody right now. Yeah. People were just spoiled rotten. Yeah. You know, I think you and Nathan, you and I should start a political party. Yeah. We'll organize 435 people to be in it. 435? Yeah, to run for Congress. Yeah. And their pledge to the American people is we'll only be in for one term. That's it. We're going to we're going to be like the palate cleanser for yeah. Congress. Yeah. What do you we, think, Mahler? You? Me? Yeah. In, in, we're going to start uh, in right Washington? Here. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? Will you do it? Come on. Come on. Yeah. All yeah, right. Yeah. 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 He's on. He thought about yeah, it. Yeah. He really he did think about it. Yeah, he wasn't right. sure he was going to do it, but yeah. now I think he's Way in. to go, Mother. Yeah. Good Good one. boy. All right. There you go. He's, go. he's running away. He's, right. he's out of here. Now he's really thinking about it. A new report running. has found the Obama administration buys clothing from overseas suppliers with a history of flagrant safety violations, including padlocked fire exits, worker injuries, and buildings at risk of collapse. Oh, Barack. The administration buys its military and other uniforms from companies with a pattern of harsh conditions and legal violations in countries including Bangladesh and Haiti. The U.S. spends $1.5 billion on clothing made overseas each year. Obama commuted the sentences of eight prisoners who have been convicted of crack cocaine offenses. There's only eight? Yeah. Well, he just... There's eight. Eight those, those guys. Yeah. Okay. Those all guys. eight. All eight. I didn't say all eight. Investigators reviewing allegations of misbehavior by serve, Secret Service agents tasked with safeguarding the president and other top administration officials found no evidence that misconduct is widespread. I decided to... not to put this in secret stuff only because it's not secret. Okay. You is know, that it's the about would... secret yeah. people? But. Yeah. We're saying they didn't commit any misconduct. Are they referring to when he went down to South America and they were they were caught with a, the the Exactly. Secret, is that the one? Yeah, okay. there was all sorts of stuff, but that was one that kind of brought it out there. Yeah, they were caught with the, a bunch of hookers. The investigation, however, uh, it's by the Department of Homeland Security's Inspector General launched after several agents were caught in 2012 with Colombian prostitutes, you as go. you say, yeah. identified a handful of other cases in which a Secret Service employee paid for sex, including one earlier this year. The investigation also found 824 other incidents over the last nine years. But you should keep in mind that these are ranging from sleeping on the job, which who hasn't done that? Right now. I mean, you just woke me up. So, yeah. what do you, what, so what's to the, drugs yeah. and alcohol? Yeah. And again, yeah. Yeah. who hasn't done that? Hasn't it done found that, one yeah. employee whose security clearance was suspended 195 times for misconduct. Wow. Now, that's the one that you wow. think, hmm. Yeah, he knows somebody. Yeah. Yeah. They have no, a good union there yeah, at the Secret yeah. Service. I, I think I committed a couple of felonies on my way here today, actually. I'm not sure. Really? Really? I'll leave it to the police uh, surveillance tape to determine exactly right. what happened. <coughs> a United Methodist pastor from central Pennsylvania who was defrocked, and you know how that can hurt, after officiating his son's gay wedding, was invited by a California Methodist bishop to serve in her region in yet another sign of a split in the nation's largest mainline Protestant denomination. That's the, the Methodist. Me the Methodist. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, in other words, he was defrocked, and then someone out here in California... Come on down. Bishop Minerva G. Carcano said, come on down. It's okay here. Mm. In our area, California, Hawaii, and the Pacific Islands, that's not such a bad thing, mm -hmm. marrying your son who's gay. Okay. And it, the name of the bishop was Frank Schaefer. This happened a, a couple weeks ago when he married his son. They defrocked him, and now he's, now he's back. back in business. Mm. Students at a Catholic high school in Washington State 
staged a walkout to protest the dismissal of a school's vice principal for marrying his male partner. It would, okay. Yeah. Well, the students were protesting because they wanted him back. They said there's right. no problem. No, just, really, why we, would they dismiss why, him? I mean, well, you know. Why? Are we, why? Yeah. Yeah. What's What's the deal? Just oh, my relax. God. Jesus. Yeah. What are, what are these people? Uh, well, they think they're going to be molested. They're afraid that somehow you, after this guy marries yeah. He'll become his, a, a his, sex, his boyfriend, yeah. he's going to then suddenly yeah. pounce on every child. Right. In school. There was a, do you remember, there was a, a proposition, this goes back, I think, to the 70s. There was prop some, I don't remember the number, in which they tried to ban gay teachers for this exact reason. That yeah. these They were going, this yeah. is a throwback. This is like 30, 40 years ago that the California tried to do this. They're way behind the time. Well, they didn't. They didn't like their their color coordination concept back <laughs> yes, then. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it does just speak to how how consistent this um, this attitude of repression and denial of people's rights is. County clerks in Utah began issuing marriage licenses to same-sex partners after a federal judge ruled that the state's law restricting marriage to heterosexual cop couples violated the U.S. Constitution. That was a big one. Utah. Me and my husband. Utah. Tweeted one man about a photo taken with his partner. My polygamous Mormon great-grandparents would be so proud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. There you go. American Conservatives defended Phil Robertson, the star of reality TV show Duck Dynasty. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to really bring this up. This no. is one of those stories where... It Who has a, really cares? Except it has a lot of. Traction. Here's the deal. Yeah, it's it's A and E. Yeah, it's all about A and E. Yeah, they knew this guy was a was a pastor who was anti-gay. Is that they okay. put him on his this show? Okay, and when ratings start to fall, this guy comes out and says, "Yeah, what you know, did he say? He said I don't remember." He, what he says said. something about his duck call. He said, "It <laughs> seems like to me, a vagina as a man would be more desirable than a man's anus." Okay. So so do I, but, you know, who cares? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's a difference of opinion uh, here, Phil. That's right. But, you know, he, but A&E, you know, he, they, they knew about this sort of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> he also went into bestiality and stuff, you know, that of old, course. old rattle that they come up marry, with. Marry yeah. your dog or something yeah. or whatever. You know, looking at Phil. He's the one that appears to be into beasts, doesn't he? I mean, you know, he and his brothers out there in yeah. the swamp, what are they going to do yeah. except screw an alligator? <laughs> and then there's, you know, and then there's AEE acting all shocked and taking them off the air, which does nothing but make people like us talk about this. Well, they didn't take them off. They took them off, but they had a yeah. number of these episodes loaded up and ready to go. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. He's on, but he's really off or whatever. There's some crazy corporate BS about how that. He's really not on the air Speaking anymore. of Neanderthals, yeah. the most complete sequence to date of the Neanderthal genome using DNA extracted from a woman's toe bone that dates back 50,000 years reveal, reveals a long history of interbreeding among at least four types of human beings in Europe and Asia at that time, which probably is where Phil came from. Yeah, yeah. that would explain yeah. Phil, yeah. yeah. Well, thank yeah. you. Hey. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> We're here every Friday at 8 o'clock. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. see. <laughs> he had to get in on it. Well, and by the way, that whole comment about bestiality and all, yeah. I think it is probably upsetting to him, too. Poor little Mahler. Researchers have discovered a cause of aging in mammals that may be reversible. 
And I think since you and I are mammals, mm -hmm. this might pertain to us. Mm. The essence of this finding is a series of molecular events that enable communication inside cells between the nucleus and the mitochondria. Okay. Yeah. I'm with you. As communication breaks down, aging accelerates. By administering a molecule naturally produced by the human body, scientists restore the communication network between the nucleus and the mitochondria. Okay. And the, in older mice. They've done this in older mice, right. which is real close to about where yeah, we are I in, feel the, that in way. the evolutionary yeah, I'm, I'm right. chain. I like that idea. Subsequent tissue samples showed key biological hallmarks that were comparable to m those of much younger animals. So as long as they get this communication going between the nucleus and the mitochondria, they've, they've stopped some of the aging, not all of it. Mm. So what I'm afraid of is maybe you will age differently. Mm -hmm. You know, one part of you will be really young, yeah. and the other part will be really old. It just depends on what part we're talking, the parts exactly, we're talking Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Because there's parts of me I don't really care. My feet get old. I don't really, I mean, you know, so. Hey, your feet? Oh, yeah. You're... Well, whatever. That's, that's. Uh, no, no, never mind. Short-sighted of you. Yeah, just my. I know what you're thinking. Yeah. But your feet are an important part of your body, Mike. That's true. Yeah. That's if your true. hair gets old. Oh, my ah, hair. Yeah, what the yeah. hell? Yeah, what the hell? Yeah. I mean, I don't want it to get old. No. But if it gets old. Yeah, yeah, that's better. If hair. my moles get old. Yeah, my moles. moles yeah. Uh, so. That's okay. So what? I guess that's it. I don't have anything more to say. Do you have I any don't. News? No, I, there's nothing. Uh, oh, yes, of course. We're here for the news. You don't have to say anything. No, I, no. I, I, had, I had a couple of things on uh, on my on my uh, flipboard. Oh, your flipboard. Yeah, that's yeah. right. You do have that fancy uh, have weekly that, signals flipboard. I do, and I and I have it right here. You'll be you'll be shocked to find out that I. Yeah, do. just go to flipboard just if, go, if you're out there and wanting to know what Mike's thinking during the week. Yeah. What 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 he's reading? Why, why you'd want to do that? I don't know, but yeah, I, I do. Okay, I, do. I know why. Okay, the re the more the most recent thing is um, that th this is too long a story, but there was a there's a link on the ten most appalling failures of the American judicial system of the year. Yeah, and number it, one. Okay, then we'll just go to a couple. Yeah, number yeah. one. Let's go to number one. Okay. An Alabama, an Alabama blogger is sitting in a jail cell for exercising his First Amendment right. This is a guy named Robert uh, Roger Schuler, who uh, had been writing about the governor Rob Riley's uh, extramarital affairs, and and he was ordered uh, essentially to stop doing that. Mm -hmm. uh, and they took him a step further at a traffic signal. They arrested him for contempt of court, and he's sitting contempt in a jail. Contempt of signal. Contempt of court. Um, no. Okay. At you know what. There's if I had been better prepared, this would have been a much better. Um, oh, this is a good one. This good is a, one. this is a, this is a little. We're going on a yeah. high note here. Uh -huh. A South Carolina man who shot and killed an innocent 17-year-old sitting in his car across the street uh, is was found not guilty. An Alabama woman shot her boyfriend and her stepson as they walked up the driveway. Uh -huh. Not you know, just they didn't get nothing yeah. happened. Yeah. A Florida man who killed an acquaintance because after he threatened to beat him up, shot and killed him, yeah. not dead, mm -hmm. not in jail. Yeah. But, but a woman, yeah. Marissa Alexander, is serving 20 years in prison for firing a warning shot in self-defense uh, uh, because of uh, her approaching uh, ex-husband who has had a history of violence. Actually, her husband had a history of violence. She fired a warning shot over his to say, it's get just away. a warning shot. A that's war that's what he she's in jail for. In cell, for twenty years in prison. She didn't do anything else. No, a warning shot. Yeah, because it's a woman. Because it, it's you know the the sanctity of marriage crap or whatever. I don't exactly know why, but she's twenty years in jail. They they did finally dr grant her a new trial. What backwater is this in? Florida. Florida. Yeah. 
That's it. And finally, the man whose 86-year-old grandfather was chosen as the winner of the Howard Stern Get My Grandpa Laid contest (laughs) claimed the prize of sex with two prostitutes from Nevada's Moonlight Bunny Ranch after his grandfather died while choking during a celebratory steak dinner. (laughs) 